Initializing the Argus system. In, in, interview with Carl Evers, age 667, four days to the event. Pardon the mess, I've been trying to sort through some things lately. Whenever you want to find something, it's like it suddenly vanishes, and then as soon as you're looking for it, suddenly it's everywhere. Did Malcolm show you the symbols? Yeah, I don't know what to make of them. Most people wouldn't. That's fine. Have a seat just to clear off the chair. I assume you've seen some weird things, uh, more or less. I haven't, but I've heard from people who have. You ever hear of Roanoke? It was a colony. It went missing. 1590, it was August 18th. 118 people vanished without a trace. What about the USS Eldridge? Is this going somewhere? Of course. August 12th, 1943. The Philadelphia Experiment allegedly attempted to utilize some new form of optical technology to make a U.S. naval destroyer at the shipyard in Philadelphia turn invisible. Not just to radar, but to the naked eye. Look, Carl. One last thing, and I'm pretty sure I know the answer, but... Have you ever heard of the Deep Freeze? The Deep Freeze? No. And frankly, Carl, I'm having trouble following a lot of what you're talking about. No offense. Heard a lot of crazy stories these last few days. Do you know who I am? You're Carl Evers. That's all Malcolm told me. I worked. <clears throat> well, worked for the CIA for nearly 40 years. Check the documents over there on the table. Anyone can stamp a piece of paper top secret or classified. Fair enough. Let me show you something. This is something I took with me when I left. For some reason, it always struck me as strange how these dots were never connected. Especially given how blatantly they paralleled one another. When the USSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSS
it phased instantaneously from the front door of the house to inside the store. That's not possible. You're right, it's not. Not now, at least. Because... How does a body just fuse through something? It's called temporal displacement. Whenever they triggered the experimental optical system within the USS Eldridge, it ended up going somewhere else before reaching Norfolk. That's a hand sticking out of a... Steel bulkhead. Reports say that the hand kept twitching for hours afterward, just groping at the air. One report even notes that the hand reacted to hot and cold sensations. However, on the other side of that bulkhead was just an engine room. There was no body attached to that arm. Story goes that after they amputated it, the arm immediately stopped moving. And the wound on it looked completely cauterized. But what does this have to do with the symbols? Here. Look familiar. Where were those found? Well, that symbol was found melted into the deck of the Eldridge. And then there were over 165 of those symbols were found in total all over the ship. Even on some of the crew. What? That's one of the crew. What's wrong with his eyes? They originally thought it was some form of uh, keratoconus, which causes the iris to deform. Genetic. But that's not what this was. Kind of looks like crosses. A Celtic cross, to be exact. Celtic cross? Same as a Christian cross, just with a circle around it. Then, there's this. That's a report from John White. He led the expedition back to Roanoke in 1590 and was one of the first to find the deserted. Most of what's in the report was never sent back to England. Why? Because it sounded absurd. Once they arrived at the site, it all looked normal. Nothing out of the ordinary. Everything was neatly and properly dressed down and deconstructed from the homes to the farms. For all intents and purposes, it looked as if the colony of Roanoke had simply packed up and left. Then John and his men started to find markings on some of the trees around Roanoke. Symbols that looked a lot like the ones we were talking about. You can see John sketched some of them along the margins. They also found the word Croatoan carved into a fence post. That's not even the weird part because from a practical standpoint, the word Croatoan was more than likely referencing Croatoan Island, which wasn't far off from Roanoke. However, there were natives there who were not exactly friendly to foreigners. John planned to check Croatoan Island, but something they came across in Roanoke stopped them from going any farther. Something? Ominous sounding, right? What did he find? It's not so much... uh, a what, but a who. He describes the individual as a thing, not a person. Person. Next person. Person. 
Marketing. I don't, don't want to be too committed. Good evening. Now, these are the signatures of some of the crew from the USS Eldridge prior to August 12th, 1943. And here's their signatures months after. They're just a mess of lines. C. Dawson. There. That doesn't really mean anything. All 300 signatures from the crew that were taken after the experiment are identical to one another. The same jumble of lines, all drawn in exactly the same manner. Complete gibberish, but the same. I'm not saying they're scribbles. They're identical in their randomness. Each is precisely the same as the other. Look for yourself. What does it mean, though? I don't know. But there's also the reports that some of the crew, after the experiment, suffered... episodes. What kind of episodes? They were varied. Only two accounts were relatively close in terms of what occurred. That's why I ask if you knew about the deep freeze. No, never heard of it. Let me show you something. Is that a VHS tape? It's what it was originally transferred to with digital. There's too much room for manipulation and fabrication of the content. What I'm going to show you was considered classified right up until, well, it might still be for all I know. The main reason for that is due to the fact that Edmund C. Jessup is currently alive and well in Fort Myers, Florida, with his wife of 65 years, Louisa. That's Edmund C. Jessup. This was recorded at the Naval Medical Center in Portsmouth in the summer of 1953. As you can see, Edmund is bedridden, emaciated. Is it paused? No. This is the only recorded instance of a person suffering from what was coined as deep freeze. Essentially, he's moving, but at such a slow pace that it is nearly imperceptible to the human eye. You see how his hand moved? About a quarter of an inch? Not really. Watch his hand. Right there. Jesus. That was an elapsed time of seven minutes. And according to the reports that I could get my hands on, his movements were only getting slower. But as you can see, it wasn't just tied to his motor skills, but also his heart rate, pulse, digestion, everything. He was essentially slowing to a stop. 
1988, Edmund <laughs> vanished from the Naval Medical Center. No one knows where he went, but during Edmund's stay at the Naval Medical Center, this man... This is a photograph of Edmund? In a way, yes. It's Edmund C. Jessup with his two younger daughters, taken in 1968. But it is not the Edmund C. Jessup from the tape you just watched. So he had a twin? Unconfirmed. There are internal reports that I've seen about the Philadelphia experiment where it speculated that Edmund had a twin brother, but there's no records anywhere to support that. Also, why would they both share his name, his date of birth, his social security number? It just doesn't make sense. I think that this Edmund in the photograph is from somewhere else. Where? Not sure. But look at the photograph again. Look at his wrist. I know it's poor quality. I can't really see anything. Use the magnifying glass. Look at his right wrist. Is that... Is that one of the symbols? Sure as shit looks like it to me. The same ones plastered all over the ship. What does it mean then? That this Edmund in the photograph is a, a doppelganger? Not likely. John White's report from Roanoke, the thing, the man they saw... Was Edmund C. Jessup? No. This photograph is of Richard Barringer, a late addition to the crew of the Eldridge. It's been speculated that he wasn't even a real naval officer, but was in fact a plant put there by the CIA in order to monitor the events as they occurred once the experiment was initiated. That's a classified document right there that outlines a report given to the CIA by an unnamed operative who was apparently aboard the Eldridge during the Philadelphia experiment. Most of this is blacked out. Redacted. I couldn't find a more complete version of the report. For the most part, it doesn't really say that much happened. Even the lead-ins to the portions that are redacted don't seem to point to any strange or grand rip appearing in reality. There's no talk of other worlds or doppelgangers or even the symbols. According to witnesses, whatever happened occurred in a series of brilliant flashes. However, the last page of the report states that there was a strong smell aboard the Eldridge when it manifested in Virginia. A smell of, quote, earth and rot, end quote. They even discovered a chicken running around board the ship, along with mounds of dirt and tree roots growing throughout the engine room. What does that mean? That it... It could mean a lot of things. It could mean a lot of things, but there's no way to substantiate the claims in this report. But if you look down at the bottom of the last page, you'll see the initials of the person who wrote that report. 
RWB. A possible acronym for red, white, and blue, which was a common placeholder initial on a lot of these old reports. However, with a little digging, I discovered that Richard Barringer's middle name was Winston. RWB. Now, does that mean anything on its own? Not really. It could just be a coincidence. Nonetheless, Richard was on board the Eldridge when the Philadelphia experiment went live. You're saying that John White saw Richard Berenger in Roanoke nearly 600 years ago? I'm not speculating. I'm telling you, that is what happened. But that's not possible. I didn't believe it either. On December 13, 1972, Richard Berenger was at home in Rock Springs, Wyoming, with his wife Fiona and their son, William, who was 16 at the time. They were having dinner together. That's the police report from the Rock Springs Police Department that was filed that evening by Berenger's wife and son. Mind if I smoke? It's your house, and the world is ending. Fair enough. I'll save you some reading. Apparently at 6.43 p.m., in the middle of their meal, Richard stopped speaking. He had been reprimanding William about some girl he liked at school Richard didn't approve. Report goes he just stopped mid-word and stared across the table. Nothing that his wife nor Son said caused him to break out of his stupor. It was like he was in a trance. It's your house. different way. Yeah, okay. Wait, so what... Now, what Richard was staring at was a wall. Just a plain wall. No mirror, nothing on it. His wife, Fiona, thought he may have been suffering from a heart attack, so she tells William to call the police. He gets up and heads into the kitchen. That's when Richard, according to Fiona, stood up like a shot, scared the shit out of her. She screamed for William, (coughs) who came back into the dining room with the phone still in his hand. Richard didn't react to any of it. He just kept staring ahead. Then, mechanically, how they describe it in the report, walked around the table, passing his wife, and approached the wall. He stopped for a moment before anyone could do or say anything. He just walked right through it and vanished. What do you mean vanished? He disappeared. William said it looked like his father melted into it, and then he was gone. Police arrived at the residence, searched high-low, found nothing. No signs of where Richard went. He was never seen again. Except for... In John White's report from nearly 600 years ago. Again, I'm not speculating. Now this... This makes everything I've told makes those symbols that are appearing around this town and probably around the world vital to our possible survival. It's a box. Before I show you what's inside the box, let me tell you my theory on all this. Those symbols that are appearing, I think they're a code. A code from 
someplace, sent here to provide us with the means to escape all of this. I think what is happening to us has happened elsewhere. Elsewhere? Other branches of reality, if, if that's what they are. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know for sure, but there's two enemies out in the world. The Eldridge went someplace and came back scarred along with its crew. John White saw a man who shouldn't exist yet walking through Roanoke, and you saw Edmund in the naval hospital. There could be a BM BM embedding in the back of the channel scale for them. Can you play that again and then I'll run with it? Medical explanation for what was happening to Edmund. And what about his doppelganger? In Florida? What about the tattoo? What about the crew of the Eldridge? Their wounds, their scars, on their bones, in their eyes. I don't know what to make of it. I'm just saying, you seem pretty intent that these symbols are a way to escape. Maybe you're the one carving them. Maybe I am. <sighs> Explain something to me, then. How did this end up buried in Roanoke almost 600 years ago. It's a wallet. John White's report notes following the strange thing for some time before it even fully materialized into a human form. They thought it was some unknown beast that they had never come across before. And then, all of a sudden, it was a man. The man looked Confused, disoriented, he was making strange sounds, calling out in a language they didn't understand. He had his men keep their distances for fear of sickness, or perhaps the man they saw was some sort of witchcraft cursed upon Roanoke by the natives. The man dropped something and then was ripped upward into the sky. That's John White's words, not mine. Ripped Upward, he cites watching the man crash through the branches and then plummeting upward through the clouds. He and his men investigated the thing that investigated the thing that the strange man had dropped and they found this. The wallet. Go ahead and read it if you don't believe me. White describes finding a leather pouch, small in size and filled with strange badges. He even writes down Richard Barringer's name, home address, and driver's license number. It's all right there. But how authentic is this report? You could have written it, or someone else could have? Someone else did. His name was John White. He buried this wallet in Roanoke believing that it held some sort of mystical power. The moment they placed the last of the dirt upon the hole, a huge storm came, causing them to sail back to England, forgetting about Croatoan Island and believing the new world to be cursed by some strange and ancient evil. I don't see how any of this changes anything, though. <laughs> Have you seen the news? I thought most of the stations were off the air. 
They are, but you saw the reports from before, months ago, perhaps even a, a year or more, where they were finding these things buried in the ground the world over. You saw those reports, right? Some of them. Would it surprise you if those things were covered in these symbols, too? Maybe that's just where you got your crazy idea from. And I fabricated all of this. I don't know what you do with your free time, Carl. Maybe. There's a cipher here within these symbols. I know it. I doubt they're only appearing in this town. I think they're everywhere. Just people have no idea what to do with them. And you do? I'm trying to figure that out. Maybe there's a sequence they need to be in, or a geographical location they need to be carved, or brought to, or written like, uh, like tumblers in a lock. Carl, even if what you're saying is true, there's just no time left. We have days, not months or years to figure it out. It's just too little too late. Hope. Hope is not a horrible thing, even if it is fruitless and ugly and impossible. Hope is what drives us to exist. I know Malcolm and his stances on hope, and there are answers in what I've told you and in those symbols because. No matter what you think, I am not the one carving them. Then who is? I just don't know. Maybe no one. Maybe everyone. Malcolm is keeping watch for me. I was hoping you would assist him. Just to keep an eye out. I'll think about it. I really hope you do. Shutting down the Argus system. Memory usage at 51%, with 84% available for optimal, 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 optimal performance. Initializing the Argus system. Current year is set to 2032. Cur cu current date is June 10th. Current time is, is 2.10 p.m. Argus systems. Capturing every moment, every detail. Every time. Interview with Norman Carrillo, age 23, 10 days before the event. What, 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 what you're doing with, with, with these interviews? I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. You've got the, the, the Argus, right? How'd you know? I worked on its initial development when it was Project Swan Song over at Black Mountain. Plus you've got the, uh, the, uh, the scarring that's associated with the uh, implant surgery. Very fine work, by the way. It's hard to tell. Early animal tests came out looking like that creature from the movie, The Thing. <laughs> it's been pretty intense. The Argus was developed at Black Mountain? I thought it was... They brought me in fresh out of college to work on the internal acoustics of the early designs. It was supposed to be military tech only. I guess... I don't know. They branched out. You know, it's fascinating. You're here creating something, as everything else is about to be destroyed. One thing puzzles me, though. Do you really think there's a purpose to what you're doing? Not to insult what you're doing. It's just, to me, like if a painter were, well, p 
painting while the canvas was on fire. What's the goddamn point? At least that's how I read what you're doing. Are people actually fucking talking to you about things? So, where do we start? Do you plan to stay here? Good question. Maybe. Why maybe? Because I may have other plans. Things change, 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 change. Ha, yeah, I know what you mean, uh, but that's a little vague. Ever heard of cicadic masking? No, I don't think so. Our brains, they willfully and beyond our own perception or control, just erase things from our vision. How's that possible? Evolution. Every time your eyes move, those fractions of time that it takes for the eye to adjust to look at something else, they just get wiped away. They're not even processed by our brains. It's fascinating, but also kind of terrifying. I mean, think about it. Because there could be things that we don't even perceive because our brains have decided whatever it is, is irrelevant. The reason we don't see the movement of our own eyes is due to the fact that if we did, our world would essentially be one big blur. Makes a weird sort of sense. But what does it have to do with you maybe staying or going? Everything. Not, not, not nothing. Eh, sort of. Are you alright? Are you high? Nah, maybe a bit. Can you fucking blame me? You know about Project Redhorn, right? Initially I thought it was just bullshit, but I'm starting to think it might actually be real. Even locals don't know shit. When folks start throwing around words like Black Mountain, top secret, government programs, it's hard to believe any of it, really. Project Redhorn was led by acclaimed astrophysicist Dr. Abel Song, the same Dr. Song that murdered 73 people when he blew up the missile silo out on Route 17 a few years back. But you know that, because you were there, right? Yeah, I was, but I don't remember much of what happened. I'm trying to piece things together. Our brains also tend to block out traumatic events. They censor the hell out of our lives. Look at that. Look. That's Dr. Song. Where was that taken? This was taken off the security feed over at the Texaco gas station about 20 miles from here. Two days ago. That sounds like more bullshit. My thoughts exactly. Project Redhorn sought to harness the power of wormholes to open up doorways to other worlds. It's really heady stuff, I know. Wormholes are theoretically all around us. They're just so infinitesimally small that we can't perceive them. Kind of like out of sight, out of mind, right? That image there is the schematic for Redhorn, or at least part of it. It was made to dilate a wormhole. Like, tease it open. Norman, be honest. Were they trying to fuck a wormhole? Once dilated and in a reactive state, Redhorn would use magnetar fields to expand the wormhole, essentially ripping it open. You keep scratching, man. You alright? Yeah, of course. Mosquito bite. The catch with Redhorn was that they could build what we needed down here on Earth. The actual Redhorn machine. But in order to actually use it, they would need an almost infinite amount of space. More so as a precaution than anything. This was due to the fact that if it worked and actually got a wormhole into a reactive state, they were trusting that the science was sound on the magnetar fields to stabilize the wormhole once it was fully opened. It looks like I've lost you. <laughs> Norman, you lost me at the trying to fuck a wormhole part. All right. 
you know when you open a bag of Doritos and you overcompensate and suddenly you're covered in Doritos and the bag is all ripped to hell? Since it wasn't an absolute that they could control the wormhole's growth, they launched Redhorn into frickin' space. Or so the story goes. I think that might be a cover for the fact that they actually got it working at Black, Black, Black Mountain. I believe Dr. Song is dead. A body was identified at the silo after the explosion that did match partially with Dr. Song's dental records. There wasn't much to go on. That image there is what was left of his face. Christ. I think Project Redhorn worked. So you think Dr. Song opened a wormhole to another what? World? Reality? Dimension? I think he's alive somehow. How else would you explain the picture from the gas station? Yes, someone doctored the image. Come on, you know, Photoshop? Maybe, maybe not. Why would someone waste their time doing that? Not only making the picture, but embedding it in a security feed at a specific gas station in the middle of fucking nowhere. That seems like a lot of work for something no one might ever find. So how'd you find it? You'd be surprised by the shit that's just floating around out there. You just gotta know how to acquire it. What's that, a keycard? Sure is. To Black Mountain? Two for two. How'd you get it? Kill, 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 kill the man for it. <laughs> I'm kidding. Feldman, one of the old guards there, owed me a favor. Sold it to me a week ago for a blowjob. <laughs> Seems like an even trade. Or maybe I killed him for it. Wow, it must have been one hell of a mosquito. We grow them big around here. Norman, so what does any of what you just said have to do with you, staying or leaving town? I think we're seeing things we're not meant to see. That Dr. Song in the picture, the one that's still walking about. I don't think that's our Dr. Song. And if I'm right, that raises the question. Where did he come from? And more importantly for us, how do we get there? If our world is ending, why would he come here? Maybe he didn't have a choice. Maybe by accident. I'm going to head to Black Mountain in a few days. You, you, you really think there's something there? What else do I have to do with the last of my time here? I'm 23. I was supposed to do things with my life. You know I graduated college when I was 15 on a full scholarship? I had a world to change then. Now, I just know a lot of useless shit. If Redhorn is real, I get that it might not be. But if it is, and it's there... I can spend whatever time we've got left trying to figure it out. I've got this fucking brain and I've got to use it for something. Otherwise, I'll just go crazy. So what if it is there? What then? Maybe I'll figure it all out. Undo our undoing. You really believe that's possible? No, actually. I'm sure most of whatever made it tick is long since offline. So why bother? Because what if all I just said isn't true? What if it's online? What if there is a doorway? What if I can open it? What if... What did Dr. Song used to say? Now is the time for us to be dangerously curious of all possibilities. Shutting down Argus system. Memory usage at 29%, with 68% of available for optimal performance. Initiating system di di diagnostic. Error detected. Audio sequence compromised. Attempting to restore.
restoration failed. Critical damage to audio components identified. Rerouting through auxiliary system. Auxiliary system engaged. Audio functionality partially restored. Some data may be corrupted or missing. Did the nurse walk you through what we're doing here? Not really. He's some kind of doctor. My outfit give it away? More or less. Now this. This little device is called Argus. Argus, Greek servant to Hera, covered in a hundred eyes or something. Marketing thinks the tech is more digestible to the public if it's, you, you know, if it's got a story behind it. They couldn't fit a hundred eyes, so they went with ten. Apparently, you're worth something to your employer. What do you mean? Sam, Argus isn't cheap. And although Argus is slick and seamless, its functionality can present uh, challenges. What kind of challenges? There's no easy way to remove it, so there's a lot of liability issues that go along with having it. At any rate, you would be the first civilian to have one. Mostly, we work with the Department of Health. What do you say? Defense, military contracts, and the like. There's a lot more control in those situations. As you can see, the Argus is inserted into the left lateral cranium with four accompanying sonic and visual devices that get parked near the ear canals and retinas, respectively. In, in, in short, you'll be wired for video and sound. Argus will upload your recordings to a designated and encrypted cloud account, which looks to be designated by your employer as confidential. What kind of reporting is it that you do anyway? Is that important? No, not really. I'm just curious. Yeah, regular local daily news mostly. How do I turn it on and off? The Argus functions through voice control. So simply saying Argus on or Argus off will usually do the trick. We can also create custom cues or phrases, kind of like, <laughs> well, kind of like your own private Argus safe words. On the legal side of things, the raw, unedited version of any audio recordings you make will get uploaded to the designated encrypted cloud account by default. So I'll have Big Brother inside my head. We're a privately owned company. That's comforting. Is it painful? The procedure? Having that thing inside my head. No one has ever reported any kind of pain or discomfort with use. Although our clinical trials were fairly small, and as I said to you before, you'd be one of the first subject people, you'd be one of the first people outside of the U.S. military to be fitted with an Argus implant. So, there isn't a tremendous pool of users to draw conclusions from. The procedure is minimally invasive. Most of the hardwiring, it's handled by nanites. Oh, that's little biogenetically engineered machines. They're programmed to complete the install. So, little robots inside my head? Oh, they're organic in nature, and a week or so after the procedure, they'll get flushed out. How? Your urine. And this is safe? Well, define safe. 
It won't kill me. That's a low bar. But, 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 no, Argus won't. Argus won't kill you. Initializing the Argus system. Current year is set to 2032. Current date is June 5th. Current time in, 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 in is 10.34 a.m. Argus Systems, capturing every moment, every detail, every t -t 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 time. Interview with Frank Hellsberger, age 57, seven days to the event. <clears throat> hey, Frank, how long have you lived here? Since 86. What do you want to talk about exactly? Uh, everything that's going on? You look familiar. Not many folks roll through here looking familiar. You famous or something? <laughs> no, not yet. So what do you want to talk about? The weather? 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 Weather's been shit lately. Hot as hell, no break in sight. Almost feels like the end of the world is coming. Yeah, wild weather. So you the town comedian? Sure, why not? Isn't that what the president said the other day on the news? We got little time left. Faith in humanity, blah, blah, blah. Well, speaking of faith, weren't you a member of Dr. Song's flock? The fuck you bring that name up for? Is it true? Is what true? That he knew the end was coming. Didn't we all know something was coming? Especially when the stars started going out. And Dr. Song claimed to know exactly why. You knew him. Nobody knew him. Or what does that mean? I mean what I said. Nobody knew him. Least of all me. He made a lot of promises. And then, he just burned everything away. Hmm. Well, were you there when it happened? When he killed all those people? No. Saw it on the news, same as everyone else. I heard the government has set up shelters. This isn't a comma, it's a fucking period. Close the book. Burn the house down. We don't come back from this. All that bullshit they keep saying all over the news and the radio about go here, go there. It's not gonna do a damn thing. Right. But did Dr. Song predict this? You think he was some kind of prophet? He was a fucking psychopath. I recognize you now. You know what he said. You were there. You're the reason why everything went so sideways that night. Every word that piece of shit ever spoke should be wiped away. And I guess it will be. Pretty goddamn fitting, if you ask me. What happened down there with him? All I heard was the stories. He really show you the truth about things? I honestly don't remember. Well then, fuck! I don't remember either, then. <sighs> okay, Frank, so what's your plan? Plan? Well, what are you going to do, knowing what's coming? I'm gonna sit right fucking here, smoke my cigarettes, drink my beer, 
and I'm gonna wait. Don't you have a family you want to be with? You ask too many fucking questions, you know that? Everybody has somebody, Frank. That apply to you? My wife. When she'd pass. End of October last year. My daughter called me three days ago. There was something off in her voice. I guess any parent can tell when their child ain't doing all right. I told her I was gonna head up to her. To her and her fiance. Or whatever the hell he was. She said the roads are too bad. People are going crazy. You might get killed, who knows, or worse. All this shit standing between me and her. All this fucking madness because folks can't accept that the show is over. So she told me to stay here. It was safer, she said. It wouldn't make her worry any longer. I told her I couldn't do that. There was a long silence from her. I could just hear breathing. I could just see her in my head, standing there with the phone in her hand. Then she asked me, what comes after this, 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 this. I told her I don't know. That's when she said she loved Current date, Argus system, Argus system. Capturing every moment, every detail, every, To me. told her I loved her, too. I could hear something in the background. I didn't know what it was. I know what it was now, though. <coughs> she said, Daddy... I'll see you soon. Then there was a gunshot. Phone dropped. Phone dropped. Her boyfriend, whatever the hell his name was, screams in the background. I hear him run over to her. He starts shouting some shit about not like this. Not like this. And then nothing. He mumbles some shit through his tears. And then there's another gunshot. Then something heavy hits the floor. I sat on that phone for hours. There was no sound except for the wind rattling the windows. 
So like I said, I'm gonna sit right here. I got nothing out there worth finding. I'm so sorry, Frank. Uh, no time left to be sorry. I think we're done here. There's no real use in talking. Won't change anything. Just build up regret. Hold up a second. You gonna bother everybody with these pointless fucking interviews? Is that your plan? I don't know. We all have to keep going. We have to keep doing something. We can't just stop. Like you. The hell does that mean? It means you've given up. And that's fine. That's your choice. Wanna know why I think you are doing this? Because if you just stopped for one second, you'd do the same damn thing my daughter did. That's what I think. Eight, one, seven, three, three, nine, five hundred and thirty-two, four hundred and eighty-one, fifty-seven point six six, five hundred and three point eight two. Redirect. Redirect. Initiating protocol. Scan fragmented sectors. Recover lost. Prioritize audio files. Searching. Searching. Partial hits detected. Attempting restoration of corruption. Processing. Processing. <laughs> 